0: hey guys welcome back to my channel so on today's episode i kind of wanted to go over my endometriosis surgery results like the official things that my surgeon wrote down post-surgery so that some of you who may be following along my endometriosis journey or just found me through my endometriosis videos can be up to date with the findings of the laparoscopy, and the excision surgery. Like I said in so many of my other previous videos, the more women talk about what they have been through in their endometriosis journey, the more information women will have to inform their decisions. I don't think this video will be too long, but yeah, this is just a quick endometriosis post-surgery update and I'm just gonna go over those findings and talk about my symptoms and how different I feel so far. Let's get right into it. Okay so I am on my doctor's website and I have my I have my doctor's surgical notes pulled up right here and I'm just going to kind of read through it. So my doctor wrote that she was performing a laparoscopy. It was a diagnostic. It's also it was also a treatment of endometriosis using laser excision. Also the possibility of treating cysts she was also doing a myomectomy, and really quickly, a myomectomy is a surgical procedure to remove uterine fibroids, also called leiomyomas. These common non-cancerous growths appear in the uterus. Uterine fibroids usually develop during childbearing years, but they can occur at any age. She was also, during the surgery, inserting the Marina IUD because a lot of women have had terrible traumatic experiences getting the iud inserted because it is a very painful procedure and most women unfortunately are not under any sort of anesthesia when they get the iud inserted they just do it raw dog basically and a lot of women have had a very traumatic experience with that and so luckily my surgeon was very honest about that and so she told me You know, when I first met up with her, she said, did you want to get the IUD inserted? And I told her I didn't really want to because I've heard such horror stories about it. And she said, well, if you're going under anesthesia for surgery anyways, I suggest you also get the IUD inserted during that time because you won't feel the pain and you will be able to reap the benefits of the iud without having to feel the pain of the insertion and also the iud lasts up to seven years and she did tell me with women with endometriosis it does last less long because we require more hormones so she told me that for women with endometriosis so for me the Time that the Marina IUD would be good for would most likely be around from three to five years instead of the full seven years. And so she told me I wouldn't have to worry about taking pills anymore. I didn't have to worry about the side effects of the hormones of the birth control pills, you know, all of these good things. And so I told her that I would think about it. And, you know, I just said that because I don't like to make decisions right then and there, even though. Getting the IUD inserted was a no-brainer, like that was going to be the thing I wanted to do, and I was just in a good situation where I was going to get put under anyways. And so I also asked her, does getting the IUD taken out also feel really um, painful? And she told me getting it taken out is not painful because so how the uterus works is things are supposed to come out of it but not go inside it and that's why when the iud is inserted into women it hurts a lot in comparison to getting it taken out it doesn't hurt because that's the natural way we're supposed to have our uterus function and so she told me it doesn't hurt getting it taken out it just feels like getting a pap smear basically so I thought about it and the next time I saw her, I told her I'm getting the IUD inserted. She also wrote here, possible cystoscopy operative note. Let's see what that is. So a cystoscopy is a procedure that allows your doctor to examine the lining of your bladder and the tube that carries urine out of your body, which is your urethra. A hollow tube cystoscope equipped with a lens is inserted into your urethra and slowly advanced into your bladder. So it seems like that's what she did as well. So those were all of the things that my doctor was doing while I was under anesthesia during this surgery. As you can see, she kind of clumped together multiple things. I, f- I believe if your doctor is good, they will do things like this. Of course, they will tell you every single thing that you're going to be going through. And if your hospital is good, there should be multiple people telling you what you should be getting all the way until you're getting wheeled into the hospital room and that's something that i really appreciated is before i went in for surgery and i was laying on the hospital bed in my gown and i had nurses around me there was multiple nurses that went through everything i was going to get done and i even had a nurse talked to me when I was waiting outside of the surgical room getting ready to be wheeled in and she said, I'm going to read to you all the things you're getting done today so that you are absolutely sure that you are getting all of these things done and you're aware of it. And she was very um, adamant about that so she read through everything I just read to you guys and then she followed it up with, did you know you were getting this? And I said yes, I know I'm getting all of these things. Um, And she would even ask me, do you know what this is? And I said, yes, my doctor went over with me. And so I really appreciated how thorough all of these nurses were with me prior to getting wheeled into the surgical room. And obviously my surgeon went over this a few days before my surgery. And she also went over this the day of my surgery face-to-face when I was getting prepped for surgery. That is also something to look out for when you are going in for surgery is your medical team advocating for you, and I will say, you know, I've had terrible experiences with medical professionals before. I've had many terrible experiences, but this experience in particular with this surgery was really, really smooth, really good. I really, really appreciated the team I had working around me. Everyone just was doing their job, and I felt like everyone cared about me and my health, and so I couldn't have asked for anything better. Okay, So they also have down here pre-op diagnosis. So this is before surgery. They said that I had dysmenorrhea. They said I had a skein's gland abscess. They also said I had dyspareunia. Dyspareunia is basically having painful intercourse. And so those are the three things that I was struggling with before my surgery. I also was struggling with chronic pelvic pain and fibroids all right so i'm gonna get into the meat of this video which is what the findings were from the surgery i have pulled up here my surgeon's notes of her findings so it says here exam under anesthesia that she took biopsies of my cervix because i had abnormal pap smears and so she wanted to check if there was anything that we should be worried about and so she took biopsies from all four quadrants for the laparoscopy she wrote That my diaphragm was normal appearing, no evidence of endometriosis thoroughly evaluated. This is something super important because I have breathing problems that has been worsening throughout the years. My doctors are not sure what the cause of it is yet, but we are slowly narrowing the list down. So before going into surgery, I had thought that perhaps I had endometriosis growing on my diaphragm because of my worsening breathing. And also, whenever I was experiencing flare-ups for endometriosis, my breathing would be affected as well. And I would have even worse breathing problems during flare-ups. And so this is something I communicated with my surgeon, my endometriosis specialist. I told her about my breathing problems and I told her that I would really appreciate it if she checked my diaphragm for endometriosis and ruled that out if I didn't have it so that I could go to a pulmonary pulmonary doctor and figure out, okay, if it's not endometriosis, if it's not asthma, then what is it? And so she checked it and said that she didn't find endometriosis in my diaphragm, which is good. But still, I am now confused about where my breathing problems come from. I must add though, after the surgery of the endometriosis all being successfully excised, my breathing has gotten significantly better. So I'm not sure where my breathing problems come from, but... What I do know is that my endometriosis did affect my breathing issues and made it worse. And I think that's just the nature of endometriosis because endometriosis is a chronic inflammatory illness and so when your whole insides are inflamed, it's gonna affect other parts of your health in negative ways so i know that i don't have breathing problems because of endometriosis but my endometriosis did affect my breathing so she checked my intestines and they were normal she checked my liver and my gallbladder they were normal she checked my appendix they were normal she checked my bladder serosa overall normal appearing however one small endometriosis implant on the left serosal aspect with fenestrated scarring I'm not surprised that she found endometriosis on my bladder, especially on my left side, because in my previous videos, you guys will see that I experienced a lot more pain and inflammation on the left side of my body. And this is so therapeutic for me to read where she found the endometriosis because it finally gives me an idea in my mind where the endometriosis was and how it was affecting me and that it wasn't just all in my head and that I actually was very in tune with my body and the pain I was experiencing. And so I remember going into surgery and you guys could watch those videos, but I remember going into surgery, I told her that the left side of my body was experiencing a lot more pain, and so I was curious to know after surgery whether or not she would find more endometriosis on the left side of my body. And so it says here that she quite literally found endometriosis on the left side of my bladder and it had fenestrated scarring on top of it. She wrote that my uterus was normal appearing, but she found two fibroids on my uterus she also wrote the eudosacral ligaments had thick endometriosis lesions bilaterally and that the left side had more she also wrote posterior cul-de-sac had small endometriosis implants on the left and right side so for my fallopian tubes she wrote that it was normal appearing overall but had a slight serpiginous nature of the left tube i'm not sure what that means but it says on google that serpiginous means of a skin lesion or ulcerated region. So I'm assuming since it's on my left tube specifically, um, that's also why I was experiencing pain on my left side. So for my ovaries, she wrote, right ovary is normal appearing, left had three possible endometriosis implants. So again, the left side had something wrong with it, three endometriosis implants and with the ovarian fossa the left side had thick endometriosis implant over the ureter the right was normal appearing again another another example of something being on the left side and not the right side so she also wrote that the ureters were normal appearing okay so for the findings of the cystoscopy cystoscopy again that is having to do with the bladder and your urethra she wrote that She found one small blood clot. Okay, sorry, my cat decided to visit us. Okay, so for the cystoscopy, she wrote that she found one small blood clot on the posterior bladder wall. I believe she cut the blood clot out and um, sewed it back up. I think she took a picture of it as well which she sent home with me when I went home from surgery and um, of course I'm not going to show you guys that because who needs to see the inside of my body like that? So yes, these are my endometriosis post-surgery results when it came to the laparoscopy and the cystoscopy it's really 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 validating to be able to read the exact places that my surgeon was able to find my endometriosis because it really confirmed my experiences with the endometriosis in regards to having so much pain on the left side of my body so it was really nice to see that she found so much endometriosis on the left side of my body and i know that's kind of like who would say it's nice to find endometriosis but i'm sure a lot of you know like It's just very validating because you could feel like you're crazy sometimes and you're being gaslit and so it's nice to see that the results fit your experience. But yes, thank you for tuning in with me on today's episode. I will see you guys next week. Bye guys.